0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 36 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And as always, at least as of recently, Randy Cash way over there through the computer. Hey. Hey. How are (laughs) you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I feel like in some ways, it feels like we've only been like in this... Shut down, stay at home, distancing stuff for a short period of time, but then at the same time, it feels like forever since I've actually been live and in your studio to record. It's kind of crazy.
1: It has been forever, hasn't it?
0: I think the last time I was there was like March tenth, yeah, ninth, or month. something. It's been a while, so yeah, yeah. almost a month. Um, I think it's a little longer than that. Almost oh, really? Two. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> yeah! No. It's gonna be May. Oh wow! Tomorrow.
1: I've been, dude. It's- since we don't have—I mean, represent, the open mic night isn't going on. Dude, my days are off. That's how I kept track of everything. By yeah. open what open mic was going on.
0: You're so funny. Yeah, I, I get it. I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week that, you know, sometimes when we don't have like a structure or like the the general flow of life that we get used to, then it can kind of feel like everything's just kind of scattered. And you're like, wait, what day is it? I don't know. I, it could be Tuesday, might be Thursday. Who knows? So, anyways. Yeah. No, this brings us to the end of April, though. This Thursday, it's kind of crazy. This this will be, um, I guess. This past Monday was the fourth uh, Q and A recap that I've done from my Zoom support calls, and so tonight will actually be. The last one of those that I'm going to be doing now, if something, you know, unforeseen happens and we end up having to stay at home longer, I might kick them back off. But it's been a really cool experience to have people, you know, kind of send in their questions and, you know, want to know some like best practices or, you know, just things they can be doing to make themselves feel a little bit, I guess, back in the structure zone and not feeling quite so out of sorts. Maybe you're telling me you need comedy.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do yeah. uh People seem to feel I don't know more comfortable through that medium, you know, doing it through the Zoom.
0: I think so. I mean, it's one of those things. You you, with the whole technological side of life, right? We have a multitude of ways to connect with people and interact with people. So I think different population groups, like different you know groupings of the population, have. Different comfort levels with different things. So like some people prefer it when I do a live video on Facebook where they can just watch it without having to be like on display that they're engaged. And then other people like to have the back and forth kind of like you and I are doing right now, where they can ask a question in real time and get an answer to that question. It's kind of like like a mini, not really therapy session, but more like a little mini coaching consulting session. And, you know, some people will just ask like their one question. And then I've had a few weeks where, you know, it went back and forth for a while. Somebody was like, okay, well, then what about this? Okay, well, then what about this? And then, okay, what about this? And so, you know, it's kind of, you know, week to week, I never know what's going to happen. But I I like that we're able to have that technological option of connecting in that way.
1: Well, that's good, man. I'm glad they're going well for you.
0: Yeah, it's been like I said, it's one of those things that if it ends up that people are like, hey, bring those back, I will totally bring those back. But figure, you know, we've been doing it for a few weeks and, um, you know, I don't want to exhaust people feeling like they've got to constantly be doing stuff. They can always listen to the you know, the recap because I'm always using the podcast and the blog Mm -hmm. really as a way to answer questions that people submit. So I'm I'm always open to the Q&A. It's like my favorite thing.
1: They're saying on the social medias that when you come out of the quarantine here you gotta have your new side hustle going, right? Well maybe this yeah. could be your new thing, man. You could have like the the Zoom type therapy sessions. You don't have to, you know, do mm-hmm. them as often or it's as you would normally do a therapy session. Like you say, just do a couple of questions here and there. But yeah. yeah. That might be Yeah, the thing it for I you, guess man.
0: it could become like a, you know, subscribe to sort of thing. But you know, I'm also and maybe this is this is just sometimes how I get in my own way. Like I'm not a super money motivated person. And so I would, I don't want to just give everything away without charging like forever. But at the same time, I want people to get the help that they need or the help that they want without feeling like they're going to break the bank to do it, you know? And then if somebody out of that decides that they want to go through one of my workshop courses or maybe they want to do like a one-on-one consultation without other people involved. Well then, yeah, sure. We can set that up. So I guess there's like a tiered approach to it, you know, multiple things. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Everything going good with you? Are you still laying floors?
1: Yeah, things are going well. Um, Yeah. I'm helping my brother lay in some flooring. Uh, Did some today. As a matter of fact, I have a little bit of work for myself coming up. I have a really good gig coming up here at the end of the week, as long as this closing goes through as planned. Um, but all the jobs I've been on have been unoccupied residents. So mm-hmm. I haven't really seen anybody, just my brother, basically. You know.
0: There you go. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. I definitely think the the adjustment back to some version of, I know you don't like the terminology normal, but I'm using that in little quotes. Sure. You can see my fingers. Um it's going to be an adjustment. I don't think it's going to just be like uh, you flip the switch off and on, you know, it doesn't work like that. And I think there's also going to be a certain amount of adjusting back to life, kind of, because certain things are going to be shifted and different. And the way that we approach certain elements of living is going to be probably changed for quite a bit. Um, but I also think, you know, as people, we are so resilient and are really able to overcome so much more than we give ourselves credit for. So I'm really hopeful that people will continue to give themselves permission to just kind of process through things and not feel, you know, overwhelmed. Um in fact, that was one of the questions that came through last week. Somebody actually said, "You know, I hear all these people saying I'm bored and I can't wait for this to be over, but is something wrong with me that I like this shutdown? Like, I actually like having to be at home all the time. I'm almost not looking forward to it opening back up. And, you know, my response then, and I'll kind of recap now, was that, first of all, no, nothing's wrong with you for feeling that way. And and I know you're not alone. It's actually a relatively common sentiment that I'm hearing from people. And it's not so much that they're saying they never want to go out into the world again, but I think it's that... We live in such a busy, frenzied world. I mean, there are so many things pulling us in so many different directions all at the same time that we've almost had to turn the volume on that way, way down. And I think for a lot of people that might, you know, wear their busyness as like a badge of honor, it's almost like a, like like a deep breath, you know, that they're able to relax a little bit. And so, although I'm not suggesting that, you know, to maintain your way of life, you can, you know, just give up on everything that you were doing prior to this whole thing. But maybe you should you should look at, well, what do I like about this time? I think I've mentioned on a few previous podcasts that I have started doing like a daily walk because, you know, I like being active. I I don't want to just sit at home and do nothing all the time. And so much of my job requires me either to be behind a computer or sitting in sessions when, you know, I'm at my office. So I've kind of adopted this like daily walk around my neighborhood, which is just a little over a mile. And, you know, at first it was like, I'm going to leisurely walk, you know, now it's turned into, I'm going to see how fast I can speed walk around the neighborhood and I time myself, but I don't take my phone. So I'm trying to like, multitask the self-care. I'm like putting the, the technology down, um, got my water, and I just start speed walking. And today, I think I did it in like 18 minutes. Now, I realized some people may go, oh, that's really slow. But you got to understand, I haven't done this kind of, you know, like outdoor walking up and down hills and stuff like that in a really long time. And I am sore, <laughs> like yeah. my body can tell. But it's like one of those things that even when life shifts back, to whatever it's shifting to, I kind of want to keep that going because it makes me feel good. I feel like I get fresh air and I get some like a technology break and I get, you know, to kind of challenge myself a little bit. So I think those are the types of reflections I want people to do. Like what of this time are you really latching onto that's making you feel like, I don't know, like a reconnection to yourself. Let's keep those practices going. We can get creative Look at all the things we've had to do creatively over the last, like, what, almost two months now? We can get very creative when it comes to reinstituting things.
1: Yeah, I agree. We're Mm -hmm. doing some things here. I got some other projects going on that, you know, I wouldn't have been doing if Mm -hmm. we weren't doing things this way. Are you going to become a mall walker now, though, dude? (laughs) Miles over back up. I don't
0: know. I, I really like the outdoor walk-in. I got to be honest. Now I'm not sure how well that will work if it's like 105 degrees outside or like when it's minus three in the winter time. But you know, it's like, I'm not trying to hold myself to a, like a specific standard or expectation. And there are some days if I am not feeling well, or if I'm just really swamped with back-to-back sessions or something, then maybe I don't get the walk-in. So I'll, I'll do like stretching in the living room floor or I'll do like, like, you know, I'll walk up and down the stairs a few times, kind of just to get my blood flowing. I've, I've found ways to improvise, I guess, is what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to be a mall walker, though.
1: Outlet malls outdoors.
0: <laughs> it is. You're right. And then I can go into my favorite stores. You might be onto to something here, Randy exactly, Cash. That man. That's not a terrible plan.
1: I'm always on to something.
0: <laughs> always. What did you say?
1: I am always on to something. Always.
0: I know, right? You're always scheming. No, no it, it is. It's, I it's... Would
1: say scheming, but <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but not always.
0: I didn't mean scheming in a <laughs> bad know, way. I'm, playing, you know? I'm
1: sorry. The comedy. Scheming I and up. dreaming. All right. I'll shut up and cut back to you.
0: Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> no. Scheming and dreaming. No, it it is. It's been been a nice, you know, reset for a lot of people. So if you are out there listening and you're going, wow, you know, I really do feel kind of similar. Like maybe I don't want everything to go back to what it was before. I had a really interesting call and uh, call a really interesting conversation in a socially distanced way with a neighbor of mine the other day who said, you know, maybe this has been a good reset for some people. We were kind of talking about this, this very topic. And he's like, maybe it has actually been like good for some people to reset a little bit and look at their priorities and decide what's really important to them. And have they learned what they can and can't live without, you know, it's amazing what sometimes how resourceful we can be when we have to be. And so, yeah, that, that would be my, my, um, I don't know a little piece of advice is don't let yourself feel like the good things, the good habits or the things that you do want to keep from this time, don't let them just go away. You know, you you can find a way to keep the things that are really working for you. It is possible.
1: That's a good time to kind of like reflect and things like you said, figure out what's truly important. You might yep. find out some new things that you've enjoyed that are now important and maybe some things that were important prior to the shutdown aren't quite as important anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do think that you know sometimes we we take things for granted and this is kind of going back to that how can we tap into our gratitude for the things that we may have access to again, be it your favorite restaurant opening back up or getting to go get your hair done or your nails done or, you know, whatever it is that that brings you some like kind of happiness and joy. Can you continue to reflect on that in a very grateful way when it's available to you again? I think that would be like the next piece of this whole challenge is how do we continue to express the gratitude for the things that we enjoy? Joy and love and care about because I think that's also part of the picture, you know, not taking things for granted and getting very comfortable, just sort of living life, going through the motions and not really thinking about the things that are important. So I'm hopeful that, you know, a lot of people are having these types of thoughts with themselves because I know a lot of people are really antsy to just kind of get back to life as normal. And so I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm also saying give yourself a chance to really reflect, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely um so (laughs) oh he's getting all excited (laughs)
0: over there so what you have a question for me mr cash uh
1: no not necessarily
0: oh you're just you're just being silly no another question that was submitted though is that somebody said um you know i feel like i have spent the better part of the last few decades of my life overcoming or learning how to manage my anxiety, my OCD responses to germs and worries and fears. And not only does it feel like those things are being activated a bit, but I'm not even sure if, you know, giving into like the compulsive hand washing at this point is a bad idea. And, you know, was kind of asking for some guidance. And although, you know, I don't ever want to take the place of someone's therapy or treatment plan that they have with their therapist. So please don't hear this as I'm trying to say I know more than them, but I will say if you maybe aren't currently seeing a therapist or a counselor of any kind and you're and you're being triggered in that way, go back to those mindset tools. Go back to the balancing and allowing yourself to feel your emotions not get fused with them and not feeling like you're tipping over into fear. Fear can be a huge motivator for action, but it can also be a huge demotivator and can kind of keep us paralyzed or stuck in place. And, you know, one of the things that I talk about with a lot of my, my clients that have OCD or any type of, you know, worry, anxiety, that kind of thing is that no amount of worrying is going to keep something from happening. And in fact, there have been a number of studies done on people that, you know, have really clinically diagnosed anxiety or OCD and then have actually gone through something really horrible and traumatic. And in this exit interview that they did with people, they asked, so did all of your, you know, compulsive worrying prepare you for this horrible thing that you've gone through. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was 100% people, but at least like 99% of them said, not only did it not prepare me, but I feel like I wasted so much of my life in a worried place that I wasn't really living. And now I see the value of not living life that way. So it is something to think about, you know, that we can't spend our lives completely terrified of interacting with the world or keep ourselves, you know, sort of shut down internally. That's not what we're trying to do here.
1: Fear is the path to the dark side, Lindsay. (laughs) I mean, it kind of is. I I get it. It definitely is. I mean, that's a reference from the great Star Wars franchise, but it is 100% true. Mm -hmm. There's those negative things that will take you into those darker places. Fear is definitely one of them.
0: It definitely can. I think it's one of those things that, you know, because, you know, when you think about what fear is, and I don't necessarily mean fear like I'm afraid of the dark. I mean, yes, it could mean that, but this is more like those deep-seated, like, fears of like loss and grief and illness, sickness, you know, horrific things happening, those kinds of fears, a lot of times they, they will keep us stuck in place. And so not that we want to be unsafe. I'm not suggesting anybody go to the grocery store, rub your hands all over stuff and then touch your face. I'm not saying do that, right? I'm not encouraging dangerous behavior, but I also don't want you to be so petrified of leaving your house that you keep yourself from living. Out of a fear response. Oh my goodness! What Sometimes, are
1: you Lindsay, you have to go to the Dagobah system and you have to go into the <laughs> magic tree and face your inner Darth Vader. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! It. I love the fact that you're using the Star Wars references. Are you still going through the trail of the the series? Uh, are you um, still watching them? Oh
1: no! I was done uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> I flew through them. I did it in a matter of days. Like a wow. Yeah. I'm
0: impressed. I'm yeah. impressed. Um, but if you don't know what he's talking about, it's the scene where Luke has to go and basically face his fears in this dark cave by himself with no real protection from anyone other than his own brain and his own like resourcefulness. And I think that's a really good analogy. Um, another one, and I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's in Harry Potter where they have that spell that they have to face their worst fear and stand up to it. And I don't remember what it's called, but it's It's like there's a, oh goodness, what is it? It's like there's a closet and they have to like, oh, this is killing me. I used to know this by like heart. But anyways, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. uh, This is the Star Wars daughter over here playing video games. The Harry Potter one is... uh,
0: out right of reach
1: all right yeah get no, it's all easy
0: good easy i um I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically you know the scene I'm talking about yes. where they have to like do the spell where they 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 like meet their worst fear, and I think that kind of imagery happens a lot in movies and things that we consume like that because it's such a shared universal experience, you know, we all have a worst case scenario or you know a worst fear imagined, so to speak, and I think it's important to definitely. Process those fears, find an outlet to talk about them. You know, if it's a friend or a relative or a therapist or a coach or whoever it may be that you feel like you can trust with that info. But if you keep it all in your mind and you let yourself spin and spin and spin and spin, it's going to build it into a much bigger, just gnarly mess than if you give yourself the permission to process through it. But it takes practice and it takes effort and there's no perfect answer.
1: No, there never is, man. It's just all hard work. And I think it's called the Bogart Banishing Spell.
0: Oh, yeah, that could be it. Okay. That's
1: what I was told.
0: That could be it. Okay. We're now I'm going to have to go look it. it up or like go watch that scene. But we're, we're anyways, w- whatever your analogy is, those of you listening, it, it's the idea that we want to be able to give voice to our fears, but not let them have power over us. And so I think as much as um, not everyone has the same, you know, anxiety fears, I think there's a lot of similarities from person to person, which is why we can kind of study it clinically and understand it a little bit. And so this is where we don't want to let it take over and we tip over in. To that it's leading us down a path. We want to be able to feel it, recognize it, process through it, and then continue leading ourselves down a path, not the other way around. So, anyways, there you go. There you go. Recap of the most recent no. last week Zoom support call. We have one more tonight. It's actually going to be at 6 p.m. this evening. There is a link to register for it in my blog from Monday, as well as the um, the The written component of this podcast episode on my website. So just go to lindsaywalden.com and you will find all of the info that you need in that regard. I know you haven't been doing much comedy as of late, but if people do want to follow you just in case there's some funniness you want to share or whenever you do have another show, how can they do that
1: on the Instagrams at our cash comedy? That's where you can find awesome. me. I'm trying to do some funnier stuff on there lately.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. One of these days, I've decided that you and I are going to figure out how to do some funny TikToks. I got. I still have to do some research on how I want to use that, but that's for a whole other day. It's a whole other episode. Yeah. Um,
1: that's way, you do. I'm, I'm way too old for to know what TikTok is. I'll have to ask one
0: of my kids. Oh my goodness! It. It. You know. It's funny. Um. It's one of those things that I think there's a lot of good stuff. Just like any platform, they get shared over there and then there's a bunch of ridiculousness. It's just how you use it, you know? And I'm always trying to find ways to interject as much goodness and positivity with some infotainment aspects. You know, it's all a process. so if you do want to follow along with me on the various social media platforms, you can find me on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy. You can find me on the Instagrams at, at, excuse me, at this is Lindsay Walden. And I have started using my stories again for the longest time. I was doing like a daily little helpful tidbit, whatever in the stories and I'd gotten away from it. So I've kicked that back off. And so definitely follow me there. You can also find lots of life and relationship tips and tricks and whatever else you can imagine on my Pinterest at therapy thoughts. There you go. Mr. Cash, thank you for doing this with me again.
1: You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. I love doing it.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And to all of you listening, thank you so much for everything you submit in question-wise. And if there are things you would like us to cover in a future episode, you know how to get in touch with me and I will be happy to bring those up. But until next time, keep living your best life, staying safe, and we will be back soon.